Tonight, I do my best to help everyone out on Variant 7. This is the MCOCME podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. This is kind of my first, I guess, audio guide to something. Uh, I've been really hitting Variant 7 pretty hard. Uh, I'm one chapter shy away from doing a 100% completion. Uh, I just wrapped up 3.1. It was a lot of fun, a little tricky in certain things, but I'm going to talk about that. Um, And I've decided to call this the half pint guide to Variant 7 because while it's not fully all the way done, like I just said, but uh, it's kind of my nickname that I got from touring. I've talked about it on another episode. Go listen, go find it, or you can just ask. I'll tell you kind of how it came about. I like it. I wear it like a badge of honor. It's always fun. But let's get on to this thing. So I've decided to kind of just do this little kind of walkthrough, if you will, of Variant 7. There's nothing too detailed about it. I just want to talk about like certain MVPs that I found were really good for certain chapters. And maybe just some tricky paths or some tricky fights that might tie up some players. So let's jump into kind of my little half-pint guide to Variant 7. Now, as we all know, for those of you who have been playing it, this is all based around hashtag hero champions. Now, that's not to say that you can't bring in villains, but it's kind of more better if you bring in a team full of hashtag hero champions. If you're not sure who those champions are, either go to antme.com and take a look there, or just go into the, um, the champion window in the game, look up the, the hashtags, just filter out hashtag hero, and you'll be set. So, chapters 1.1 and 1.2 are based around the Mutant and Mystic Champions. Now, I thought this was pretty super duper easy. Everything's pretty much straightforward. There's nothing really too complicated. Um, In 1.1, there's a little bit of a complicated fight with Dragon Man if players aren't too good against him. Um, But if you have magic, she wipes the floor with him, no problem. Uh, In 1.2... Same deal, paths are pretty much straightforward, nothing crazy, but there is a path that does have Terax on there. He can be a little bit of a pain in the ass for certain players. Uh, So I would, once again, use magic, just kind of, you know, keep that power lock going. Don't worry about that rock field and all will be well. Uh, My mutant MVPs, uh, I have Archangel, Wolverine, X-23, and Domino. There's probably some other options out there, but I like hearing what other players have to say on top of my little list. But if you do have Archangel, he's pretty much a cheat code for both bosses. Any mutant path, he's a joke. He's like beyond overpowered for this thing. Um, my ma- uh, sorry, my Mystic MVPs were uh, Guillotine, Magic, Black Widow, Clairvoyant, Scarlet Witch. And, uh, sorry, Sorcerer Supreme. I had to read my notes there real quick. It's all right, though. And uh, I think Black Widow Clairvoyant was probably the the real big MVP. Magic's definitely, you know, f- close behind her. Um, Scarlet Witch, I didn't really take for a walk, but I've seen some really good gameplay about how she can just do a lot of damage. But if you have those champions in your Mutant and Mystic class, it's going to make life really easy. These two chapters are kind of a walk in the park. Nothing too crazy. That's just kind of the way the variants are built. They just want to get you going. But... Uh, yeah, you really shouldn't have any issues with these these two chapters. But if you, like I said, if you get an Archangel or a Black Widow Clairvoyant and a Magic, that's kind of like all you really need, and that will take care of everything. Uh, next up, on the 2.1 to 2.2, we have the Tech and the Skill chapters. Uh, once again, paths are pretty straightforward. 
kind of just my, my thoughts on these were, you know, look at everything, take them one at a time, kind of read the notes, bring in the correct champions. There might, there's a kind of a tricky uh, path in 2.2 with the bubble shield. Uh, certain players, if they're not used to like intercepting and they kind of rely on the parry heavy spam as kind of a crutch, not really going to benefit too well, but it's not that hard if you bring in the right champions. Uh, I found that Stark Spider-Man was actually kind of a big lane clearer for that. Um, and, you know, once again, the kind of the theme with like each chapter is that there's a certain paths, certain paths that kind of favor one class over the other. So it's not that hard. It's just a matter of reading certain nodes and just prepping. Just take your time, kind of see who you can bring that's really going to do the right stuff. Um, however, in 2.2, there is a tricky fight against Mephesto that could, you know, sort of trip up a lot of players. Just play defensively. Uh, I liked using uh, Warlock and Hulkbuster for that fight. Really good champions for both chapters overall. But uh, yeah, just be careful of of Mephesto. He could he's he could be a little bit of a tricky bastard for certain people. But my skill MVPs. Uh, if you have Nick Fury or Falcon, you have basically wiped the floor with each boss, especially with Falcon. Oh my God, he's a he's a beyond a cheat code for this. Um, I liked bringing in Gwenpool as well. I liked Blade, uh, Hawkeye. I, I kind of took him out for a little bit of a, of a ride. He was fun. And Elsa Bloodstone. Tech MVPs, uh, Warlock, Stark, Spider-Man, Guardian, and Hulkbuster. Guardian I liked bringing along just for that block proficiency, but Warlock just, he did so much damage, man. He was great. Um, Hulkbuster, same kind of deal. Uh, those unblockable special ones can be really fun. And then Stark Spidey, like I mentioned, for that bubble shield path, he was awesome. Just a lot of fun. Because if you do get caught up in a special, he does have that evade, which is really nice. And he just hits like a truck when he gets to those 10 charges. And if you pair him up with the blade synergy, that does some good wonders as well. Also, here's kind of a cool thing. If you seem to be running a little bit low on some revives and potions 2.2 seems to be a really good spot for farming just gonna say i've noticed that it's been very good and a lot of other players have taken some screenshots of 2.2 and there's just been like a level one revive constantly on each path and it's awesome and i kind of like that that this variant is actually allowing players to do a little bit of farming i, I found myself doing it uh, a few times and uh boy Really saves on those units, let me tell you what. And now finally, for the 3.1 and 3.2, this is the Cosmic and Science chapters. Uh, like I stated at the top of the episode, I've only done, excuse me, 100% of 3.1 just wrapped it up. Uh, the Venom fight can be a giant pain because it does have, you know, uh, the, the power energizer thing, so he's going to gain... Uh, combat power really quickly and that special two is unblockable and a lot of players have trouble evading that so you just got to bait out that special one and i found that uh spider ham if you have him he's a massive mvp for that fight because he does do the taunt debuff and that will help you sort of get that special one out in a boot really quickly uh if you also bring she hulk and Mr. Fantastic as a, as a nice little synergy backup. You get more power stings. And if you're taunting and you got those power stings and those porker poppers, uh, it's it's great. Uh, Human Torch is also really good for that as well. Uh, Hyperion, really good as well. Even uh, She-Hulk and Angela did some really good damage as well. Um, but there's something I do want to talk about in 3.1. 
Um, and this could be a little tricky for certain players. All the way to the left, there is a path that is hashtag XL. And it's kind of like the same thing with uh, Variant 2, like the mystery in the microverse. So all the XL champions, uh, their attacks won't glance. And that way, you know, they don't get the, um, uh, their damage reflected back onto them. So I was doing some research and I was kind of looking at like, okay, who in the, in the hero class in the cosmic and the science is a hashtag XL champion. So I went to Aunt May and I typed in, you know, the, those two things. Uh, I came up with Groot, Hulk, uh, Immortal Hulk, uh, Hulk Ragnarok, and then the thing. And then boom, light bulb went off. I decided to do the thing cheese synergy to really just help clear that path. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, here it is. And there's a ton of videos on, on this thing. But this is really cool if you're not hip to it. So basically, um, here are the champions that you need to bring for this. And this is, if you're looking at the, the champion select screen, this is from the top to the bottom. And they have to be placed in this order. This is really important. You want to bring in Hela, Angela, Heimdall, The Thing, and the champion. So how does this work? Okay, so Heimdall, as we all know, he you get the indestructible uh, if you're about to die. That's great. But Angela and Heimdall together, you get that uh, passive fury. Sorry, not passive. The pure, permanent fury when you dash back and hold block. Angela and Hela make up a nice little synergy where you get a 20% health regeneration just before you get knocked out. But the real cherry on top is the synergy between the champion and the thing. So at 1%, when you're about to get knocked out, you become indestructible. And any damage that you take, uh, they get the, the damage gets converted to passive furies. So when you're about to die, you get the 20% health back and the first indestructible charge, which is granting you passive furies. That's awesome. So you just got to let the opponent hit you for a little bit, just take a beating, but... Be a little bit careful. Just keep your eye on the timer. But if you fudge up, you still have one more indestructible charge in the bag thanks to Heimdall. Now, if you pull this off correctly, you're going to do a shit ton of damage and the thing just rocks. Haha, <laughs> pun intended. Make sure you got a lot of um, rock stacks up there. You got some passive furies going on and it's going to be really, really fun. Just bear in mind that all the champions except the thing must be KO'd. So if you are a little, I would kind of maybe like experiment with this a little bit, but have some revives, have some potions to bring in case just for the thing. This is all about kind of front loading him for that path. Um, he's really good on the Venom fight as well. And it's a beautiful thing. I got to stop with the puns, man. 9.30 at night. Actually, 9.33 at night. I'm <laughs> doing all this crap, this <laughs> this punny stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, and then on 3.2, I've only done one path so far. And that was a buffed up path, which if you bring Hyperion, uh, you're golden. Don't got to worry about anything. You can generate Fury buffs for days. Um, the Miles Morales fight might be a little bit tricky for certain players because of the Flux Dispersal and his Evade charges. I used She-Hulk and Hyperion. Um, they worked out for my first go at it, but I'm pretty sure there's probably going to be other champions out there from a lot better players than I am um, that have more potency and will do more damage. I think I saw uh, Kabam Mike use a four-star wasp and that looked really cool. I want to try that next. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, 
I hope my little guide here has helped out a lot of players. Uh, Variant 7, it's a lot of fun. There's some really cool rewards to be had. Um, you can do some cool little farming in there as well. I, I think it makes a lot of the hero class shine. I like how it's all laid out. It's pretty straightforward. It's pretty easy. Just, you know, do your homework. Take a step back. Scout out the paths. And have a good time while you're doing it. Because there's a lot of good stuff to be had. But anyway, that wraps up tonight's episode of the MCOC and Me podcast. I have to get ready for a live stream that I'm doing tomorrow with an artist that I used to tour with. Can't say anything just yet, but I'm pretty excited to see him. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a damn good day. And I hope that you all have a great weekend, and I will see you next time on the MCOC and Me podcast.